Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You guys, go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only, and you will get 50% off just about any item. For more than 40 years, Adam and Eve have built a reputation as a trusted and reliable adult product store. Whether you're male or female, gay, straight, bisexual, or anywhere in between, they have the cool adult toys and movies you desire. So when you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And who doesn't like a mystery? It's it's an exciting surprise nobody would ever not want. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So with Adam and Eve's discreet shipping and their commitment to secure 24-hour online shopping, your personal information will always be safe. So here's the code you use. Just use this code. Alexi at the checkout. That's A-L-E-X-I at adamandeve.com. Sex is positive, so shopping for sexual products should be super positive and fun too, you guys. Thank you, Adam and Eve. Welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is artist, director, writer, and comedian, Casey Jane Ellison. Uh, I have to say, if you've not heard of Casey Jane Ellison, uh, I'm so excited that this can be your, uh, your foray into learning everything else there is to know about her. All right? Let, dip your toe in uh, into Casey Jane Ellison via this podcast and then get obsessed when you go on a fucking Google, YouTube K-hole after you're done listening to this show, watching all of the different web series she's done and made and watching her stand-up comedy, I'm her number one fan, okay? Finding out that she exists uh, was one of the best days of my goddamn life. She is so sharp, so hilarious. I love the sound of her voice. I think you will too. I love her signature aubergine lipstick, her timing, her cadence, her use of silence, just everything she does. Uh, I'm, uh, I love it. All right. She, she is a comedy meets art world, modern slash future genius. There, I said it. All right. Guilty as charged. It's not a crime. It's just how I feel about her. I love her. She's a rare gem and I want you guys and the world at large to love her as much as I do. Okay, um, a little backstory on her, uh, I guess, according to her Wikipedia. I just want to make sure I, I, I leave no stone unturned. Okay, she did a web series called Touching the Art, which was like an all-female panel talk show focused on contemporary art. And uh, she also did another web series called What the Fashion and Status Update. Uh, those were both for V-Files, I believe. Then she was selected by the New Museum in New York City. Ever heard of it? It's kind of a big deal uh, to be a 2015 triennial artist um, and produce new episodes of the web series Touching the Art. And that's where I first discovered Casey Jane Ellison because I saw this web series Touching the Art when I was in New York and uh, checking out the New Museum. So that's where I fell in love and, and was like, holy fucking shit, who is this goddess powerhouse badass? Um, 
Then she had another piece of work um, at the new museum, and it was called it was called "It's So Important to Seem Wonderful" Part Two. Um, but that's a whole other story. We talked about that during the uh, during the podcast. She has written for magazines such as Vice Magazine, Gawker, Dazed, GQ, and she wrote and directed and starred in a branded content sitcom for a clothing line called BB Dakota entitled The Left and Right Brains of Casey Janes. So uh, please watch that. It is so incredible, and it's uh, it's like a wonderful example about how advertising can also be used to create inspiring work, you know, uh, or for lack of a better word, content. So, oh, BB Dakota is actually owned by a former guest uh, on the Love Alexi podcast, uh, CEO Catherine Brandis. And, um, you know, you should check out that episode if you want to hear another badass powerhouse woman have a chat with me. I think you'll enjoy it. But back to me and Casey Jane Ellison. So Casey Jane and I have an honest, tangential conversation, as for the huge over here at the Love Alexi podcast. We talk about insecurities, emotional spirals, writing, directing, uh, stand-up comedy. We dissect Sex in the City in, uh, in a really intense way that I don't think has ever been done before. Uh, we talk about aging, self-reflection, um, the point of view that we come from when we post on social media. We talk about intimacy. Uh, I actually have a, a breakdown at one point where I ask her if she's, uh, if she's attracted to me. And she says yes. So that was, that was pretty cool. Um, during the entire interview, I'm giddy. I'm fawning all over her. And I'm a bit nervous because I want her to like me. Um, we discovered that we both went to the same elementary school, Wonderland Avenue Elementary School. We were both born and raised in Los Angeles, which is a rarity. Um, what else do we talk about? I think you're just going to discover it on your own. You know, phone addiction, Tom Hardy, dating apps, Facetune, uh, approaching strangers for dates, malls, connections, expectations we put on other people, ourselves, and relationships at large, uh, misconnections. And I say, was it really? Like, more often than I've ever said that phrase before in my entire life. I don't know why. It must be just because I uh I was I was excited to be around Casey. All right? It's not a fucking crime. How dare you? Anyway, ultimately, uh it's just a therapeutic conversation between two white girls in Los Angeles with no real problems. And uh, I think you're going to love it. Um, for everything and anything, Casey Jane Ellison, go to CaseyJaneEllison.com. Follow her on Twitter at Casey Jellison, Instagram at Casey Jellison, Snapchat at Casey underscore Jellison, and check out her YouTube page, uh, you know, YouTube forward slash blah, 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 Casey Jane Ellison. And uh, yeah. And you guys, I think if you like the Love Alexi podcast and it makes you happy or laugh or learn stuff or feel less alone or whatever, I encourage you to subscribe on iTunes, leave a comment, rate the show. And I know, listen, come on, that sounds so dumb. Who has the time? You're not some dumb dork. I know you're cool if you're listening to this show. Nobody wants to do that boring, unnecessary shit and like fucking follow and subscribe and rate and blah, 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 yakety schmackety. But... I beg of you, I think you should do it because it will really, it will really help the show grow so I can keep doing it. And if you like it, so you can keep listening. Uh, I also think we should be friends on all of social media, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, at Alexi Wasser. Send emails to the show at dearlovealexi at gmail.com. But you know what? This is enough. Enough of me just fucking rambling. 
I'm going to shut the fuck up now so you can enjoy my conversation with Modern Marvel and my new best friend, Casey Jane Ellison. Now entering Nerdist.com. You just came up. You just, is it on? <laughs> Usually it just starts right when... Uh, is it live? Are you doing it? It's on. Oh, oh my God. Okay, wait. I am so gross. But my fair ones are going, so maybe you'll... That's fine. me more and all <laughs> Can I come in? Oh, God. How are you? I'm so cute. Okay. Thank you. I just ate Doritos. This is Aristotle. Hi. This is Casey. Locking in, fan is on. Should we turn the fan off? You do it because uh, I was going to say because you're the man, but that's everything I Wait, I don't get it. Are we on the air? Or recording? Oh, uh, recording. It's like Got I just it. usually do it, and then if something weird happens and you don't like it, you're like, I'll just cut it out. We'll but definitely edit. Yeah. Definitely edit? <laughs> I don't want to edit anything you say. This is amazing. So you want to sit there. Nothing. Oh, yeah. I just sat here just naturally. Naturally. Okay, cool. But I can, should I move? Wherever, you sit wherever you want to sit. Usually people sit there, but this is, yeah. Okay. I need to get over this shit. Yeah. Um, we're doing it. All right. Is it too dark or is it just dark it's enough? Perfect. It's perfect. Get these bad boys on. Okay. Oh, my God. Ooh. Thank you for finally doing this because I've been stalking you on the internet and I was just about to like, I was like, I can't do it anymore. It's too embarrassing. I'm sorry. I was negligent, but I'm so happy to be here. But it wasn't personal though, right? Well, I'm your, oh no. no. Really? <laughs> Tell me. Oh my God. I want to learn. Tell me no, all this stuff. No, I'm socially anxious. Are you really? Text, text negligent for sure. But that's I like apologize. A, no, my fault. that's my fault. No, I, I see. I think the main problem is I tell myself stories and then I believe the stories. So mm. I'm like, she didn't write back on this. She saw the thing on the Instagram thing. It's she all didn't. happening inside. Inside your both head. of us. And your head too, though, right? No, it's. It's no, not? It's all you. <laughs> it's all me! <laughs> no. no, it's true. We all just live in our own reality. Ugh, and man. that's all that matters. Mm. <laughs> I've got copious notes. Okay. Got Gatorade okay. over here just because I walked here. Where do you live? What part of town? I Don't live give in, out your address. I live in Echo Park. Ooh. In a gorgeous cottage. You do? Atop a hill. Are you trying to make me jealous? Yes. Is that your game here? Well, I can't help but make people jealous when I talk about my apartment. My cottage, excuse me. (laughs) I wasn't lying. Oh, my God. Okay, for those of you guys listening out there, I'm I'm speaking to Casey Jane Ellison. I'm her number one fan. uh, How do we meet? Wait, and by the way, Hmm. just to lay the foundation, lay the groundwork, Casey Jane Ellison. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, that's correct. Very cool. Um, You are a comedian. Mm Mm-hmm. You're an artist. Mm-hmm. People on the internet like to call you a multimedia artist, but it sounds mm-hmm. like embarrassing. Is that not embarrassing what that is, but it sounds like they're just really trying to hone in on who well, you are. Like, would you that, refer to yourself? Yeah, multimedia. I mean, it's just like, we don't know. It's, yeah, you're just an artist, <laughs> right? No, no one knows. Okay. But yeah, I have had many shows in museums. My work has been, yeah. So keep going. I could keep going. Go. Um, That's that. I'm, I'm. In the Berlin Biennial, or actually I'm not in the Berlin Biennial, which is... But it's a choice. It is. No, it's a category of being part of the Berlin Biennial, which is next June. This June, excuse me. Um, um, Yeah, it's an art show in Berlin. Wait, you are in the Biennial? I am, but they call it not in it because it's a whole subcategory of being in it. It's conceptual. Oh, yeah, I got it. Yeah, it's like I'm not in the Berlin Biennial capitalized. You know what I mean? All caps. Okay. So, yeah. 
So I'm a writer, director. You forgot those. Okay, but anyway. I'm trying to get back to that. Okay, I'm just letting it all sink in. Okay. Yeah. I'm just breathing and letting it all seep into my subconscious. Okay. Yeah. Writer, director, mm-hmm. comedian, mm-hmm. artist, mm-hmm. whatever that means to you guys out there listening, multimedia or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, are you single? Are you dating anybody? I'm single. I'm. Yeah, I'm single. <laughs> You're single. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how do we meet? How do we meet? You tell um, me the story, and then I'll tell you the stories in my head that, you know. Well, for years I had been seeing your your image on the on a billboard heading to LAX for at least a year. I like before this story. I ever met you. This is great. Okay. Then, how did it make you feel? Um, I th- you know I thought, whoa, and then <laughs> like just. <laughs> And then I met you. Where did I meet you, though? Was it at a a, a BB Dakota related event? Maybe. Oh yeah. I but I feel like it was earlier. Um. By the way, side note of a side note, I just have to tell everybody out there listening. Mm-hmm. You are wearing your signature. You don't wear very much makeup, right? Do you wear foundation? I d- well, yeah. Well, no, no. What? I mean, what? Why is are it? you lying to me? Are you wearing? I don't foundation? know what to say. Are you wearing skin makeup? I wear some cover up for cover blemishes. Up. Okay, spot I do the treatment. same. Okay, yeah. um, and you're wearing your signature. Is this black Wet and Wild lipstick? This is um, aubergine, Wet and Wild. Oh my god, the sound of your voice! I have to tell you, mm-hmm. um, I'm simultaneously <clears throat> uh, terrified of you and like smitten and in love with you. I'm like your number. It's just crazy. It's what I me, go for. Is that what you go for? Yeah. Are you so unbelievably confident? It's not. It's not great. It's not. It's actually a. No. It actually, I'm realizing I'm 28. No offense. And I'm realizing <laughs> that I've, I've been with this wall, these walls. And I thought that being intimidating was like the goal, but it's not. No. Well. It pushes me away. I'm sorry. Actually, it brings me closer because I, I just kept going. But once you get past the intimidation, like it's so warm and fuzzy, right? Is it? I, am I? We're getting to it. Well, we'll see. At the end of this podcast, we'll see. I'm sweating. I'm sorry profusely. if I'm pr- I'm not prickly. No, you're amazing. <laughs> no, you're not at all. I think okay. it's the, it's the it's the aubergine lipstick. Mm-hmm. The sound of your voice is just so great. It makes me laugh and uh, just respect you. That makes my lisp come out more. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. That's my problem. Adorable. But, okay, so <clears throat> are you very confident though? I'm terrified constantly. You are. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How come? The world is a scary place. Are you fucking with me? I'm, is this being I'm, honest? I mean, having isn't it proven every yeah. day? The <laughs> yeah. world is very scary. And I'm very blessed. Okay. And I'm still scared. You're still scared. Mm-hmm. Are your do you come from a healthy family? Oh yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. All right. We gotta get back to how we met. You saw me in a billboard and we, once we like close that door, then then we'll move forward. I have copious notes. I have okay. so many notes. I was just like I was I like, see four things. I was right like I just dropped my Listerine mint strips, but they are probably poison. Um, <laughs> all right, so you saw me on a billboard. Yeah, you nearly crashed your car, maybe. Right. Um, well, I hadn't. I didn't make the connection until later. Okay. After I met you in person, that that was that girl. Here's my story. Yeah. I was living my life. I was in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the New Museum, a very cool hip happening museum mm-hmm. in New York. All of a sudden, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You know, I bought my ticket. I'm walking in. And then there's this video installation thing happening, or just a, just a, a talk show. And I start watching this talk show, and it was you, and you're interviewing people, and I can't remember what the name of the thing was. What was it called? It's called Touching the Art. Touching the Art? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I started watching. I got sucked into Touching the Art, um, just 
wouldn't leave. Like, and people would come and go, and I, I would actually like judge the people who would stop watching because I thought, why would they want to miss any of this? This is incredible. Oh my God, do we all know what's happening here? Oh my God, this, this girl is brilliant. I can't <laughs> believe it. Like, she loves herself, but she's kind of like, she hates herself. I'm not sure if that's what you're going for or whatever, but I just projected things onto it and I felt less alone and like I wanted to know you and I wanted you to be my best friend. I just thought, wow. fuck, this girl. You're so beautiful. You got your signature lipstick on. I'm too shy to wear such a bold lipstick, but you make me want to be braver. So I'm watching this thing. Finally, I'm like, I got to go in. I bought the ticket. I'm going to go inside. Then I get upstairs. Then I get upstairs and I see your other thing that you did. This is me talking about art. That other thing or whatevs. Mm-hmm. Um, now, can you explain what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Where It's like you're doing stand-up comedy, but it's not. It's a what of you? It's an avatar. It's a 3D... It's a computer-generated avatar of me. It took me years to build. It did it? And years to animate, yeah. You did that? I made it. You did? Absolutely. Keep going. And then I 3D printed the the 3D object that exists in digital space and made a case for it. So if perchance someone bought the video, it would go on a mini-USB that was a replica of the avatar, and then that would go in a bigger case so that you could display it in your home. Oh, my God. How did you learn how to do this? Did you go to CalArts? No. I went to School of the Art Institute of Chicago. Okay. And I taught myself. You did? Yeah. Well, you didn't even learn it in school. Mm-mm. You went there. Did you learn anything there? That I was useful uh, or valuable? Or just... I learned how to get through college. I learned how to, like, be an art school girl. Yeah. I learned how to... Um, what did I learn? A lot. You did? About myself, yeah. Do you still have friends from that school? Yeah, I do. You do? Mm-hmm. Um, what about high school? High school, I have a very, yes, I have a, a BFF from high school. Um, <clears throat> I answered the question. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, thank you. I'll check that on the list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, and you're doing, your avatar was doing stand-up comedy. Yes. Uh-huh. And your stand-up comedy had to do with, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm, it was years ago, mm-hmm. not that long ago, but what was it dealing with just being a woman and aging and finding a husband and what you want for yourself? And I just remember it was so, you know, such com- for to me, this is my take on what you're doing, mm-hmm. but I just, it was just the most funny thing in the world, such a, Thank you. and just like, I can't even, like you're, it, it wasn't sarcasm, but it was just this commentary and take on what women think or what's going on right now in the culture. And I remember, like, I just remember, like, writing it down on my phone. Like, I was just, like, sitting there. I kept watching it over and over again and, like, writing down, like, specific things. And if certain people weren't laughing, I, w- I would get and I would, like, mm-hmm. like, how do they not get this? How is not everybody laughing? Like, tons of people were laughing. And those, to me, were my people. Mm-hmm. And then other people didn't get it. And I just thought, who are these boneheads? Did you go on like a Saturday or what day were you there? I think I was there. I mean, I don't know. It was maybe a weekday. It was a weekday and there was, were there, there were, a lot of people there? There were a lot of people. There's, maybe wow. it was a weekend or it was a Friday or something. But yeah. But I just remember like, oh God, what were you talking about? It's like, and then I felt like, oh my God, why am I writing this stuff down? Am I trying to steal it? Am I going to start saying it? Like, I don't want to do that. Did you steal it? I did not <laughs> steal it. I don't think okay. I did. What's the thing you say? Oh, wait. You you say thank you a lot. Thank you. I can quote all of my work. I what hope right now. <laughs> what do you need to well, remember? I, just, I don't need to remember anything. I just want to know: um, Do you consider yourself more a stand-up comedian or like performance artist, or is it the same thing? Like when you're doing stand-up, is it like is there a difference to you, like like performance art and stand-up comedy? I don't know. Uh, stand-up is very specific, and performance art kind of is like a. I don't know, kind of a floating term. It can, it 
crosses fields, but I think stand-up is a field. Yeah. You know? Um, like, are you, are, you, are you doing commentary on, like, a typical stand-up comedian when you're doing your stand-up? No, I'm, I'm doing it. Based maybe on I'm doing both at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, it's hard to, it's weird to think about what am I doing when I'm doing it? It's just like, I do it. You just do it. Well, okay. <laughs> But no, it's like you, when you do stand-up, you have to do the rules of stand-up. You have to be, you have to, you know, find your own area within the rules. Find, carve out a place for yourself. But it's like there's an audience, a mic, and you got to, whatever. <laughs> and the truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is the truth. Those are the, those yeah. are the two. But it seemed like the thing at the new museum was less the truth and more commenting on not who you are or or is that different from your stand up do you think yeah they're like the, the bulk of what you were saying so your so your question is what am i kidding when i'm <laughs> no just 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 in the at the new museum thing where it was just more like a, a commentary on like a, not spoofing i can't think of the right word right now it but, was uh, all it was all material that i've that I say on stage. Okay. Yeah. What is your normal response that you get from people? Is it mixed or is it like, or? Um, I get the word dry a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of my stand-up, <laughs> but. Um, what do you mean? Like when you're performing, like the audience, is it? Oh, yeah. People laugh. People laugh. Okay, good. It's making sure. It's yeah. making sure. So you're yeah. born and raised in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. right? Where were you born? I was born in Santa Monica Hospital. Where'd you go to school? <clears throat> like high school. High school? I yeah. went to Laces. Oh, you went to Laces? Not Loxa. I went to Loxa. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. you would have known me then. Oh, cool, cool. We would have known each other. Fantastic. But okay, cool. I went to Laces, which is a little magnet school. Um, no one knows it. But I like how where where do you go to where you go to high school is the number one question with LA locals. It's like Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you don't do it when you meet someone who's from LA? I usually go, where'd you go to school? When somebody asked me where I went to school, I say Wonderland Avenue Elementary School. I went there. You did? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, now we're talking. That, <laughs> see, All of a sudden. <laughs> it's like, it's a connector. It brings people together. And you know so much about me now. Yeah. Well, I thank God. Thank Wait, God. we already knew that. Oh, wait, no, because you heard that from Andrew, because I just remember Andrew yes, yes, and yes. Brent, I'm referring to Andrew Michon and Brent Weinbach. Oh, because Brent Weinbach went he to He went there Wonderland. and I was in the same class as his twin brothers. He has twin brothers? Yeah. Oh, really? Twin little brothers. Oh, my God. And then Laura Weinbach, she was younger than me. But, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Well, yeah. I always get shit from people because they're like, when they ask me where I went to school, they expect me to say co what college I went to. Yeah. And I always just say Wonderland Avenue Elementary School because <laughs> I'm so proud of it because I feel like it's the coziest little cubby of a school. It is, yeah. And then I had a lot of friends who went to Walter Reed, like highly, highly gifted magnet. Uh-huh. My IQ was not high enough for that place. You had to, you had to take an IQ test. As I a, think so for Walter Reed. As a child. As a child. Did you did you not take? I've one? never taken it. You would have sword. I can tell. I'm no. I'm sword. terrified. I don't what? do well at tests, and I well. and I don't know. I know that there's like a logic to test taking that is separate from actual your actual comprehension of what the material is. It's like a different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I would fail the IQ test, even though the IQ test is supposed to be. 
Like, a, you're just supposed to be honest? Or I don't know. I, thought, like, I remember the IQ questions being like, what do you need a stamp for? And I was like, wow, it's just the method of payment for it. That's all I remember from the IQ What do you test. need a what for? A stamp for. It was just like and logical. Then what were the, a, it was like multiple choice? No, it was just like me having a conversation with some person. What do you need a stamp for? Like, what do you, what's the, what's the meaning? Why to do you send a letter? Yeah, it, it's the method of payment for sending a letter. I just remember being very young and just being asked these questions. That's a very being sophisticated like, response. Well, I know. It's just the kind of girl I am. You're I would have said to send a letter. Okay. And then I would have gotten... Higher mark, maybe. 50% on that. No, you would have gotten higher because you would have been more, uh, you know, succinct. uh, succinct. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, So we both went to Wonderland. Thank God. We're connecting on this level. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Who are your friends now? Who are they? Yeah. You got your BFF and you're dating, but you're not going to get into it. Well, you can ask me me questions about that, but it's, I mean, there's just, it's not. I'm dating too. Oh, yeah? It's a disaster. He's just, he's a nice, nice Spanish guy. Spanish guy. Where'd you meet? Uh, Oh. I can't, how dare you ask me these questions? How dare you? <laughs> you don't want to. We shouldn't talk about him. No, we shouldn't. I'm probably gonna. I'll end up ruining it. Every every podcast, it's like I right? don't. I've I believe that you shouldn't talk about your relationships. You shouldn't, right? Even at their most budding stage. Because, yeah. Well, particularly because even though that's we're all not gonna ever not talk about our relationships. That's all we ever want to talk about. But yeah. I feel like any commentary outside of just the. Two the, people. The two people is is destruction of the relationship. Yeah. Anything that's happening, Ugh. any thoughts you're having outside of just the communication, there is a part of me that believes that. No, you're so right. And I keep trying to remind myself, like, no, keep that close. Keep that close. And don't, don't even talk about it on the podcast. And if you do talk about it on the podcast, just say, like, He's I'm great. dating someone great. Yeah. Because I am. And that's where I want to leave it. And that is, yeah. But I, it's so hard for me. I'm, I'm talking to, like, the Starbucks barista. We all want to just pick and... And dissect and yeah. examine, and it's so fun, but it's maybe destructive. I don't know. It is. No, well, here's my problem. Here's what I do. Mm-hmm. This brings me down in every relationship. I There's like what's happening in the relationship, and then if there's any kind of unknown, it's the stories I create in my head that are not true that fuck me up and make me act that's, out. And that's weirdness. what it is. Yeah, the, 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 it's a continuing narrative that isn't actually based in... Reality, reality, quote unquote. But then I confuse that because I, I say to myself, oh, I have such great intuition. I'm, I'm an empath. You know, I, I'm practically psychic. I, I know I know what's going on. So if I pick up on a weird feeling, it must be right. But in relationships, I can't rely on. I mean, I can be intuitive about other things in my mm-hmm. life. But when it comes to relationships, it's not intuition. It's it's Defense. me. Yeah, it's just me like <laughs> filling in the blanks with these like, you know, stories, these stories that make me send. Uh, I don't know. Uh, passive aggressive texts or mm-hmm. want to get defensive or be fearful or insecure, or blah, blah, blah. So that's what I struggle with. And mm-hmm. do you do the same thing? Are we soul sisters in um, that sense? You know, like what comes up, like behavior wise, that you know that you have to stop? And you, I think what comes up? I think I have like expectations, which I think are very destructive. Having expectations for anything, yeah. Um, and then, I mean, that's it. That would that is enough to be like, to is as a kind of a suck, yeah, of the relationship. Like, or what are the expectations? Just like, this is going to be great or something. You yeah. Know? <laughs> when it's like, or this is going to be just forever. saying that seems so simple. I don't have that. I don't do this is going to be forever. Yeah. I say this is going to be great. And with that simple phrase comes all this stuff that I think is going to be true. Yeah. 
because when I, when I say the word great, my brain has a bunch of associations of what that means, and that's um, not going to necessarily happen. As you get older, do you feel like, I mean, have you ever been like crazy, crazy, madly in love and like felt what you think love is supposed to be? Wow. Crazy, crazy, madly in love. Well, you know where you're like, oh, God, like I'm so connected to this person. It's so intense. I love them, and you and you know you're locked into a, a feeling that like you guys are both on the same page. Hmm. Have you ever had that with someone? Like I'm gonna a- go ahead and yeah. say <laughs> whatever. What? You've never <laughs> felt that? Okay, you don't have to answer any of these things. Well, just- you know, what's your what's the follow up, and then I'll decide if I want to say. I mean. My follow-up is I'm just trying to ask you to – I'm getting chapstick out of my, my thing. Because um, I was going to see if you feel that because I feel like I've experienced what I think love is supposed to be, like this kind of insane, uh, intense, passionate – What they all talk about. Dramatic things. Yeah, mm-hmm. whether you learn in the movies or what I experienced when I was a teenager and, you know – trauma bonding with boys who you know mm-hmm. and just being like oh my god this is love like oh we can't do anything else mm-hmm. and so now as an adult trying to have a healthy relationship what fucks me up again is i go oh well love it's is supposed good. to be this way right and when it's not that ugh, and that's an expectation so i wasn't sure if you have an idea or uh, of how love yeah, is supposed to I feel think, that fucks you up when you're i think also healthy. the reason i struggle with answering that question is like Maybe I have insofar in my relation in my lifetime, but I don't think it lived up to whatever that concept is growing up as a young white girl thinking like love is this this and this and this or big and carry whatever you know yeah. it's like I don't think it's lived up to it's hard to answer yeah um yeah and and I just I just got older i feel like 27 was like the last time that i was 27 i was like oh i'm in a new category yeah of human on existence where it's not so new not everything is so new anymore so i feel like i'm in a new place where i can't really judge what just happened it 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 is contained yeah as like an isolated incident you know what i mean before 27 and before Bef- yeah, younger than twenty seven. And now, what's your idea? We'll get out. I of think it would be. Very, it's very different. It's from very what different. It was. Oh, real? And how? Yeah. Like how come? Just to be healthy, or to be because you're smarter? Because you yeah, like, want a different thing? Totally. I feel like um, I didn't realize that being healthy was like the goal. Yeah, me neither. It actually feels boring to me. And I talk about it. Are you in therapy? Yes. How often do you go to therapy? Once a week. Once a week. So I went. I went twice this week because I'm just trying not to self sabotage and get in my own way. You go twice a week? Not usually. No, as I usually I can't afford that. But this week I just felt especially like prone to spiraling, and I thought Fuck. because of this relationship or because oh, not because of this relationship. Because he's great. He's so great. He's mm-hmm. super great. If in case he's listening, uh, I know he totally is great. It's just because uh, I'm trying to do it a different way. Yeah. Because it hasn't worked in the past. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm trying to. Um, not listen to false stories in my head and to, you know, and to get used to things just being healthy, mm-hmm. which to me can seem boring mm-hmm. because I like chaos. So, yes. But yes, you go to therapy? Um, I go to therapy because I think everyone should go to therapy. I think not examining your own existence is um, <clears throat> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your parents like? Um, my parents, okay. Oh, my, Jesus. <laughs> they're great. Um, they're nuts. 
my dad and I have a great um, relationship. My mom and I do too, depending on the subject matter. Um, I love them. Yeah. Without them, I'd be nothing. Yeah. And they w- told me to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can't get into the mom, the mom stuff, or what? Uh... You know, I w- I just wouldn't know what to say. Yeah. Um, she's a very powerful woman, and are they artists or what do they do? They were, and then they became. You know, people with jobs. My mom is a civil rights attorney. Oh, she is? And she's done police misconduct for oh my God. 25 years. Maybe even 30, I forget. Um, my dad is a finance guy. He's a finance guy. So you come from like a stable, healthy family for the most part? You don't have any weird daddy issues or <laughs> nothing? Um, Maybe mommy issues we don't have to dive into? Mommy issues? I don't what are know. Those? I have no idea. What are they? <laughs> I, I mean, have no idea. Does, <laughs> the, the, the truth is, like, who doesn't have just like that's what they teach you in therapy is that it all is the parents. It um, is all the parents. But I always wonder, like, again, I've I dated a healthy person who had really nice parents, and he seems so healthy. And I'm thinking, is he just coping and telling me and thinking he's healthy, or what are his issues if he doesn't have these like, uh, you know? Everybody's are, just we're all imprinted, and we have to we? backpedal. Yeah, of course. We the initial experiences we go through um good or bad you have to like work them out yeah so what are your things that you work out in therapy what are your oh, main man. things it's actually know? getting really hard it um, is why it's getting hard because it's just like it's like why how did i get here mentally is, where you're at mentally or just in, in cr- general everything okay like how did how does one how did me how did i get here um and what are the what are the things I'm lacking that I want that are, you know, what can I give? You know, it's just getting real. So, um, what do you do in therapy? What do I? We just talk. We just talk. I mean, how long have you been in therapy? For years, for like five or six years. And you just talk. I mean, we have a conversation. Like he talks back. I like that. I mean, if I'm lucky. I just, this guy has changed my life. Where I just used to like unconsciously kind of sexualize everything with men all the time where mm-hmm. I just, you know, cause I wanted to feel cozy and, uh, loved. And so I, I don't know. I, I, I can't even, it's all so boring to me already. I've talked about this so much, but now, now I don't f- have sex with everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. I think like I used to, um, and I'm nicer to myself and I don't beat because myself of therapy. up. I think because of therapy mm-hmm. and I've always chosen nice people. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I've always just been really mean to myself and not realized, like, you know, I don't know, just hating my body and uh, looking in the mirror and being really mean to myself and not realizing. And then I, I went to a point where I had to, like, I don't know, I had, like, this moment of clarity where I had to, like, go, oh, these are all the unconscious beliefs I hold about myself. They're like, oh, men hate women. And I was raised by this misogynist guy who kind of taught me to hate women. And then I realized oh I am a woman mm-hmm. then he turned on me and I realized like this isn't so now I love I've just had to work through all this weird I don't know it's that sounds yeah lots of stuff so now I'm just trying to like be nice to myself and not fall into old habitual patterns when one, I date one thing I learned in therapy is that um any kind of you know like men hate women or I hate men kind of thing it's like it's important to not create demographics in the same way that or prejudices mm-hmm. in the same way that you wouldn't want them to do to you yeah um so empathy is not um 
Empathy is not tolerant. Well, empathy is acceptance. It's um, more than tolerant. It's it's not um, understand. Empathy is not understanding. Empathy is acceptance. Okay, I feel like I'm empathetic of other people because I want that from them for me. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's all too. Conf- I mean, I feel like I'm. Well, my point is that you can't break people down the same in any way. Yeah. To, to love them or to hate them. Yeah. You can't do it because mentally, it's like in my case, it was actually causing, you know, arguments in my own mind about how do I find peace? Yeah. And whatnot. So what was popping up then specifically? Well, the, just the idea is like. Well, in Touching the Art, you know, the joke was like, we hate men here and there's no men allowed and that kind of thing. Yeah. That was the joke. And then I thought about that as like an actual, like, what was that joke to me and what it meant? And it was, it was about the hypocrisy of identifying groups and having a feeling about them, like whether or not it's the, you know, the white man or whatever in the patriarchy, the patriarchy is like a abstract concept and we all suffer for it so you can't like blame anyone for it except those like seven white dudes that are in charge of it or i don't know who they are yeah yeah but um you know what i mean so it's like you can't you can't um break people down in those categories for um revolution or for hate you know what i mean yeah it's like no, the same it's the same exercise did you see this documentary what's it called the masks we always wear no it's about like it makes you feel so i mean it's about men and how they're raised and what masculinity is and, and how it's just uh i don't know how it permeates the culture or something about how like and it's just sad because men are taught to like not cry and they have to be strong and they've got to make a lot of money and they can't and it's just almost sad how it's just like it keeps happening in the, anyway i don't know yeah but we all suffer we for all this, yeah. under the under the Rule of the patriarchy. Yeah. I promised myself I wasn't going to say the word patriarchy. I mean, it's fine. It happened in our last (laughs) podcast. Uh, Why did you promise yourself you weren't going to say that? Because it's just like trite at this point. It's like, what does that even mean? It's an abstract term. It's not really, um, it doesn't really describe anything when you think about it. It just describes everybody's personal feeling of um, injustice. Well, so what are you, why did you end up doing what you're doing? With your with your artwork, your comedy, uh, and your okay, so you yeah you directed this thing called uh, was what was it? It's a branded branded sitcom, mm-hmm. right? A branded sitcom for BB Dakota, branded content sitcom, branded content sitcom for BB Dakota, BB. and it was called the Right and Left Brains of Casey Janes, and it was a sitcom, but a an extremely long commercial sitcom. Yeah, so it was six parts, and it was it was formatted for web. And essentially, it's a half hour of sitcom. So, how did you how did you end up doing all of this? How did you? What was the first thing you did? Was it uh, you went to art school? Mm -hmm. Were you doing stand up then? And how did you eventually like find like because the path you're on? You're okay. You're a multi hyphenate. You're a modern multi hyphenate. You do a bunch of things that fall under the same umbrella. I can relate to that. So, where did it begin with? Like, where did it start? Well, I realized in in art school that. I was um, I did animations in in art school and used different like what they call new media, and <laughs> um, it was always about the writing of what was happening in the animations that I made, and <clears throat> I tried stand up. I think I was like nineteen. What I was, you, what did you want to do that? I I had always been a fan of it, 
and I was like, it was like a secret guilty pleasure of mine. It was like not cool um, in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And like people thought it was like grating and stuff. Maybe they still do. Um, it is in some ways. But um, yeah, it was like I was wandering around New York and I, I was like had some time to kill. And I saw this sandwich board that was like open mic. And I was like, you're kidding me. I'm doing this right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I... And I'm not, I don't know, I had balls back then. I, I don't think I would back do the then? same thing. I don't think I would do the same thing now. Okay. Um, and I went in the bathroom and wrote a set, like a two-minute set, because I think that's what it was. And that yeah. seemed, like, impossible to fill. And I went up there, and it was, like, drunks and senior citizens and no offense. Okay. They'll be fine. Them. They're not. <laughs> but, um, They'll live. Yeah. And I remember there was this really encouraging, like normal looking guy who was signing mm-hmm. everyone in and he laughed at my joke and I um, didn't do it for years after that. It oh. was very, it was hard and I wasn't addicted. It, it just didn't, it wasn't like magical yeah. at all for me. It was just like, it was like um, daring myself. And then. Oh, and then. So so then so you did that so and then, then started doing stand up again. Yeah, I, I want to know it like back up. what your story is. So that you're still so young. So I, how you got here? <laughs> I picked it back up and then um, it became necessary to like continuing writing. It pushed me to write, and it's such a really good. It's so good to just get up and scare your shit, your, scare the shit out of yourself, and just keep communicating. And um, it's a good practice. It just keeps you keeps me. Writing and so how, working. How did you end up doing the 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 thing you did for New Museum? How did that come to be? So I've done many, many, many web series. And I did my first one in, in New York. And then I did another one. And then the third one, I think, was Touching the Art. And I was working with a lot of the people that were putting the show together, the, tri- the triennial at the New Museum. And so... They wanted to, and it kind of fit with the theme, which is kind of like this alternate reality of like web and um, persona. And they wanted a TV show or at least an aspiring TV show. And yeah, it worked well there. So what do you think your main thing is that you're trying to, to say with all your work? Like your through line? Do you even know? Or is it just happening as it, as it goes, just figure it out as you go? Or um, I th- that's really my thesis of my I entire mean, life's I work. Mean, no, I'm just like when you when you make something, is there like a common through line? You know that you notice whether you know. I think lately it's become like, um, how can I help you? How can I help you? Yeah, that's help me. That's my thesis. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. What do you need? Oh God! Just make me feel braver and be as confident as you. Um. I can't help you. Okay. There, <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, useless. No, 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 no. no. Let me try again. <laughs> God. I think you that's the key is just just say how can I help you? That's what it is. You have to say that to somebody else. I have to say oh, okay. So that's how I help you. Does that is, involve you just being very honest and true to yourself so it inspires other people to be more honest and grounded in themselves? No. Okay. No. Just actually saying say, how can <laughs> how can I help you? Can I steal that? I can say that now? Well, that's you're stealing your... my thesis of my body of work. Okay. But <laughs> sure. I'm actually going to take it As verbatim. If it helps. Yeah, I will use that. <laughs> would you, yeah, which is why it's never going to work out for me. Oh, God. How can I help you? It's a terrible. That's not a capitalist. <laughs> I think that's great. That's my new catchphrase. You said it's okay, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's my new catchphrase. Oh, anyway, man. that's what I'm working on mostly in everything I make. Okay. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll have 
parallel catchphrases. All right. Oh, man. Oh, God. Do you spiral? Do you get insecure? You, oh you touch the... God, and, you have no idea. And I want to crack that open. Tell me, like, when, when do you spiral and get insecure about what? And how the fuck do you get out of that? You know... Is it a daily thing? Daily. Daily? Some days I'm I'm lucky it's not it's not um I'm not so plagued by depression. I think there are like I I have dep- I mean of course everyone I think everyone does. Are you on antidepressants? No, I'm not. Me neither. Okay. But but I and when it gets me, when it gets a hold of me, it's tough and it takes weeks to get out. But that's when you're not texting me back. That's <laughs> that's okay, good. That's long as I can bring it back to me. Full Make this circle. about me. Full circle. No, back to you. Okay, exactly. so yeah. So for, and, no, no, and no. it's not excusable. No, I'm fucking right. Um, yeah, but no. But to, so you, so how does that come on? Like the depression? It's, you know, I've been trying to figure it out. I think it's specific to behavior. I don't want to say that, you know, it's not chemical. Um, but it's, in my case, I think a lot of it's behavior. It's like, did you do, did you work, did you exercise? Like, did you, um work hard enough did you like get finish the thing instead of procrastinate like Ugh. those types of things like behavioral things that cause that dampen your energy and your mood um and then you just beat yourself up about it and then and then it just becomes like you don't even know what the problem is because it's just like why so how do you get out of it <laughs> you know i i think my reason for living is to talk to like this is my reason for living. It's just like chat with friends. <laughs> and that really actually is the only way sustained regular chatting with really funny friends is the only way to ever just stop. I think for me. Yeah. What do your parents say about all this? Are they, are you close to them or you love them, but do they get you? They are talking about, they're, they're talking too much about their depression to hear about mine. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. So not a perfect childhood, not a perfect home. Everybody's got their fucking weird shit. Well, so what yeah. are your, so talk, so chatting with your friends, mm-hmm. you, why do you not go on antidepressants? It's just, I wasn't raised that way. We were, yeah. we were very scared of Western medicine. I am growing too. Up. Yeah. Um, and yeah. What, why else? Um, TV. I had TV, so I didn't need antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do you do mushrooms or acid or any kind of drugs at all? Or I'm ready to start. You are. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, I'm terrified. Scared. Oh, you're scared of them? I kind of am. I mean, I feel like I used to do, I mean, I did like acid speed, ecstasy, cocaine, mm-hmm. all these things when I was younger. And now I just feel like I don't want to, even though my, I'm my own worst enemy sometimes, I don't. I'm afraid to do acid now. I don't want to fuck with... Yeah, you don't want to push yourself over the edge. Over the edge and also like... You're at the borderline, I'm too. at the borderline. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel the same way. Everybody like, keeps talking about mushrooms. That's narcissism. To think what? that you could... That your brain <laughs> isn't... That you are the one, <laughs> the anomaly that that would happen to. Push me over the edge? And I'm saying this to myself, okay, too. Okay, good. I hope like, so. Good. It's just like, you're going to get the one bad dose in the history of the world. <laughs> I'm not saying the one bad dose. I'm just saying like how it might affect me it could be the same dose my friend takes and they have a great See, time all i hear is yeah. <laughs> no i know what you i know they're terrifying drugs are terrifying but they're supposed to be I so think, sh- should i do some what do you do do you do nothing i try to do nothing okay um but you know 
whatever. Right. <laughs> Again, whatever. Who, who are your friends? <laughs> who are my friends? Yeah. They're really funny. They're really... Who are these um, people? Should we name names? I mean, I don't know. Like, are they com- are they comedians? Are they artists? Are they what are they like? Yeah, um, a lot of them work in the biz. In the sh- <laughs> <laughs> only two of them actually. But you can't not in LA. Like everything yeah. counts as mm-hmm. the biz. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> who are my friends? Yeah, they all work in. I have a stylist friend, mm-hmm. costume designer. I have a producer friend. I have comedian friends you got your friends you got your friend do you have more comedian friends do you like i mean i always get scared of comedians think i get terrified of them but i have a lot of comedian friends mm-hmm. who are your comedian friends well i don't know you know one of them andrew michon mm-hmm. which is how love him love him he's a great guy he's super funny oh wait Lovely. going back to how we met yes so i remember i think i oh i mentioned your name to andrew and he said that he knew you mm-hmm. then he encouraged me to send you a direct message on instagram and i did mm-hmm. didn't hear back internally spiraled I was like, oh my really? god, Andrew! I'm, no, that's well, me. That's me. That's me. me. I'm not blaming it. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm not blaming. I'm, I'm you like, don't seem. Can I say you yeah. said that I seem really confident? You don't seem at all like not these confident? types of things would affect you. And I know that's the weird thing, isn't yeah. it? No, look at you. You're wearing super short shorts, a very cool outfit, Thank intense you. lipstick, perfect hair. My hair is perfect. It yeah. is perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Why she is it always it. about the hair, though? Is it? I don't feel like. I it's mean, that. you Not brought it up. Me. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm ready to change the subject. <laughs> I'm like, but well, no, I'm, it's. Ba- I mean, my hair. Yeah, I just got out of the shower. Tiny this little ankles. It, this is how it dries. Oh yeah. my god! Do you have uh, Do you have body dysmorphia? <laughs> do you have any kind of weird body? Do you really? Of I'm an American girl. Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have yeah. to be. <laughs> of course, I have body dysmorphia. You should love your body. You look great in your short shorts. It's amazing. Sometimes I love my body. And yeah. then sometimes it's just, it's amazing how that's the same person. Just, that's yeah. me. Yeah. But it, I have, it's crazy. So what are we going to do? I do the same thing. You just got to go through it. Um, you know, the, I don't like to say this because I think it's kind of nonsense, but like. Just say it. The pain is, you know, good because, like, you you make work about it, whatever. You communicate about it. It's funny. Yeah. I talk about this with my healthy friends and I say uh, who can't relate to being depressed or, or anything. And what? They, who, who I, are they? I just, I've met a person. I've met a few people who are just, they go to the gym and they're really healthy and they're, you know... You know what I'm talking about? So they don't relate to anything. They don't if relate they can't to relate to they, sadness. No, well that's the thing where I get not mad but I go, "Listen, like you reap the benefits of, you know, f- art and movies and all the stuff which comes from somebody trying to work out all their fucking like when my chatter in my brain doesn't shut the fuck up, the only way all I, you know, I'm not an antidepressant either, but you know, not that I'm saying I'm making amazing work or anything, but I know that I have to fucking to get out of that and not fucking I don't know, implode. I have to write or I have to make something or I have to do something or I have mm-hmm. to like generate something. So that shit is so valuable to making art that these people who are not depressed, you know, well, how do they describe it? I don't, I don't buy that. Like, I don't understand. Uh, I don't know. I've just, I've met, I don't know. I mean, you know, like when you watch the bachelor, uh, I mean, I'm not saying you watch the bachelor. I, mean, <laughs> you know, I just started watching the bachelor. That is crazy. And to though me. it's like, it's, and I said to one of my girlfriends, I was like, who are these people? Like, you know, I'll I'll go to the Grove and I'll see these like happy, just to just happy people. And it, it's crazy. And I'm like, oh my god, it's like that's some bonehead from The Bachelor. I can't like, where it's just everything's very simple, mm-hmm. and that's great. It's probably maybe that's the goal. And I just get so confused because there are people who are, I don't know, if that's they're the religious. I don't know. Is that the majority the of the country? That's the number one show for like ever, right? Yeah, but is it because they're religious? And we, are you religious at all? 
Um, I love my God. Do your God? And my God loves me. Good. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me three. Right, Aristotle? Yeah. Okay, cool. Deep down over there. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. I don't know what my point the religious, the Yeah, The Bachelor. I mean, we could get into the whole thing. Do about you watch that, The Bachelor? I just I've started. seen a few episodes, yeah. and recent episodes, and it's just, I mean, it's shocking. And like any person who seems normal, like completely breaks down um, like emotionally and psychotically. They yeah. just, they, yeah, any normal person in that, in that environment would break Oh, yes, they must all be really fucked up if they can even put themselves in this situation. It's like it takes a certain kind of person to even put themselves the in that situation. The way they talk in the first episode, they're like, I'm here to find love and I think it's him. Yeah. And it's like, you were told to say that, that's fine. But I think everybody, isn't everybody who's watching The Bachelor watching it like that? Like, it's not I think real. So. Well, watching, oh. Yeah. There, the, what scares me is that the country watches it like, yeah, this, yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, because I feel like subconsciously we all wake up in the morning going, well, maybe today's the day I'm going to meet. The- I, mean, I don't know if, again, I'm going to, I'm separating you're men exposing, and women. You're exposing yourself. My, yeah. I'm exposing uh, things I'm not proud about of myself. That's fine. I've watched every episode of Sex in the City. Me too. Many times. You have you? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't expect that from you. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know I anything. Did, I did a Sex in the City art talk you in New York. You did? What? In March. Tell yeah. me everything. Why was I there? I can't believe it. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. What happened? <laughs> what happened? So I did I did a talk called The Fake Art of Sex in the City at the Swiss Institute. Okay. And it was, you know, it was supposed, the entry point was the artwork in the show, which is featured approximately 12 times First in the episode. Show. First when, episode. Uh, you know it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The Ross Blechner. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I had all the stats and all the facts. But the truth is, is that, and this was my thesis about the whole sh- the show on the whole, which is that the f- real fake art of Sex and the City is that every woman born after or during Sex and the City or that exists post Sex in the City is just fan fiction for the show because we can't we still define ourselves we still walk around using the same I'm a Carrie yeah I'm, a Carrie. <laughs> I'm I'll let your listeners know that right now that I am a Miranda Stanford cusp have what? always been yeah and um yeah Tweet at me. I'd like to know what everyone else's are too. They're so fucking boring. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a semantic. Uh, what are you? I'm, I'm a no, semantic no, no, no. carry. What are you? I am. A- <laughs> Thank you for asking. Uh, I'm a semantic carry. Yeah. I think I'm a semantic carry. I mean, yeah. I mean that statement. It just means so much, and it means so little. Well, you the know other what I mean? the other day, I was trying to explain like I, you know, I was dating a guy, and I was like, I was like, I want Mr. Big, and and he's a Petrovsky. <laughs> Or something, because I just felt like... Totally. That was one of my main points, was that Carrie turned mm -hmm. down the impetuous artist for the capitalist big. Oh, is that what you think she did? Because I felt like... But she was feeling the disconnect, though. She was feeling the emotional disconnect and him put himself first. I mean, the plot point of him accidentally slapping her... Put, I mean, made that it. That was confusing. Him, like, the we choice was like clear. Him. Okay. Choice, she had to go to big, obviously. <laughs> well, he finally, but, he finally showed up for her. Finally. Finally. In but Paris. Keep, keep going. Um, yeah, that's it. That she, but the lesson is that she she picked, you know, the cold, um, capitalist, dark, big instead of a more like free flowing lifestyle where like sometimes you get slapped. <laughs> well, I think uh, what's his name, Aiden, was better because he was warmer. 
You liked Aiden. I liked I liked Aiden. New Yorkers hate Aiden. Why? I heard this somewhere. Okay, tell me why. Because of the uh Because it's just bullshit. Oh. But <laughs> but I agree. I think and I also think that their chemistry was the most convincing and real. Her just and, as actors. Her and her and Aiden. Aiden? Oh, wow. I thought he was good to her. He was emotionally open and vulnerable. But then, as I've gotten older, I thought, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really going for this. I really want to get into yeah. this in a real way because it's hooking me in. Uh, as an adult woman, mm-hmm. I feel like me, I was always siding with Carrie, thinking Carrie was right when I was younger. Of course. And now I think, well, maybe if she just let it unfold naturally and wasn't trying to get a label no, her, every step of the way with Big, she oh would have been okay. God. Am I totally oh wrong? How often do you rewatch it? I mean, God, I'm going to go home and watch it all. I've been watching a lot of Beverly, or like original Beverly Hills 90210, mm-hmm. which I think is like just what? never not wrong. It's just so great. Really? It just holds up. It's so hmm. good. Yeah. Because hmm. that with all these cool things and the style is really great. But uh, okay. But yeah, so... What are you gonna? What are you saying about nine or two on uh, Sex and the City? Sex and the City. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's really funny watching Carrie, and she's a she's a hilarious. She's funny to me. Yeah. Her physical comedy is so funny, and just her character was insane. Like knocking on his door drunk. Yeah. It went out twice. Yeah. And she's like, "We need to. What are we doing here?" And yeah. it's like, dude, relax. You're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. So he's not and as then, bad as we thought. Keep going. Well, I don't know. He is bad, or she's bad too. The point is, they deserve each other. Okay. But yeah, you're right. Like, there's a lot of crazy behavior in it for dramatic purposes, and maybe reflect a lot of maybe the American woman's internal thoughts about how things should be. Yeah. Um. Oh God, that's what I suffer from. That's what expectation is all about, and yeah. I get a lot of my expectations from Sex in the City. I think. Me too. I be I became Carrie. Actually, did you really? Yeah. No, you did not. Really? Yeah, I'm a writer with great hair. Oh my god, I feel like I'm a Carrie. I thought I have a blog. Well, you I had can, a blog. We can both be. Carrie. Let's just both be Carrie. <laughs> so, how should it be? How should a relationship be? Hmm. I'm just taking us from Sex in the City and false expectations or blah blah blah. I really love Stephen Miranda's relationship. Oh, it's because honest it's, and real. It's real. Yeah. And I mean, I one of my other theses was for the Sex and the City talk was that Miranda like had this whole other life and this was just like Sex and the City was actually just like Miranda's stupid little brunch friends. Oh yeah. But she was like a Harvard grad. Like she had a real life. She's trying she was like a you know, she voted, like she had a child, she yeah. had like real things, and then Carrie was like, Where's my shoe? Or something. <laughs> And it's like Miranda was an actual person. And isn't it weird that nobody wants to be a Miranda? Yes, because they all are Miranda. They all already are Miranda? Yeah, we all have to pay our taxes. Yeah. We all have to take responsibility for our lives. You know, essentially. Also, one of my thesis was that Miranda represented the state. She represented the state? What do you mean? Well, the four characters make up one woman. That's true. Yeah. Um... And in society, they represent different elements of cosmopolitan lifestyle. Samantha represented fame. Uh, Charlotte represented art and culture. Carrie represented therapy and self-examination. And then Miranda represented the state. Oh, my God. I love this. Yeah, I did a lot of thinking about it. What else do I need to know? Um, You know, just be of service. Ask... How can I help you and um, love? How often do you perform? Because I feel like you don't perform enough. I know. What's that about? Is it too it's, scary? Do you get self-conscious? Or no, it's just it's just another job. Like yeah. finding shows and getting up and 
just working it all out. But I would love to perform yeah. more. I need to I need to get on that. So I'm gonna try to keep talking about how we met. Okay, so then wait, how then we you wrote back to me on Instagram finally. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that to be a dick. Okay, I realize that. Finally oh, can I was plug loaded. one thing? Oh my god, please! Yes, I am performing. Thank God. Where is it? I'm performing this Sunday. Uh, when does this come out? I mean, it could come out this Wednesday. Oh no, it's too late. It's too late. I right, forget god it. God damn it! Well, how was that show? <laughs> Let's pretend it already happened. Just cut this part out. All right. Um, God, I got to look at my copious notes. Okay. Jesus Christ! Oh. Wrote back to me on Instagram. I yeah. don't know. Something happened. Blah, blah, blah. I don't think we ever met. Uh, I think I wanted you to be in my old podcast that I had before this one. And what then, is this one called? This one is called Love Alexi. Love Alexi. And, and then the I other had, one was Boy Crazy. The other one was like really shitty quality, but it was like a love line kind of thing where people would call in for advice. And uh, and then, yeah, I, fi- I finally met you at the BB Dakota thing. Mm-hmm. But that was really quick. I just like went there and mm-hmm. watched the thing. was like completely impressed. Where can people find that? Just on YouTube. It's on YouTube. On yeah. YouTube. Then at Cine Family, mm-hmm. we talked for a moment, and then I just continued to to text you and stalk you and get you mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah, how do you usually find that you affect people? Do people tell you that they like? Do you have like crazy fans or, or people who are intimidated by you or just like? I think yeah, that uh, I don't know. It's it's a very toxic spiral to start thinking about because it's like, is it bad? It doesn't have to be bad. Well, yeah, just being like, how did I come off? It's very like. Not how you come off. What do you notice the reaction to you is? Not just like whether or not people are laughing at the at the show, but like when people talk to you after, and or if you get email. I'm sure you get like you know lots of DMs or people emailing you who are your who look up to you. Don't you? I mean, what is the? Yeah, it it reflects your your feelings, yeah. your um, aspiration. It's it's very sweet to hear that. Yeah, um, but it's. I don't know, like, what do people say? I don't know what people think about me. Yeah. I, ch- I don't know. I'm scared. You're scared? No, I, I don't know. That's my fault. This is my insecurity coming. But you're, like, an intense badass, I think. You know, you're such What does a, that mean? It just means that you're, like, uh, to me, when I look at you, you're hysterical. Uh, and you're brave because you're doing all this shit that you want to be doing. So it's, like, uh, it's inspiring. I've, I've never done anything I don't want to do. That's true, no, right? <laughs> I, have you? Have you had day jobs? Of course. What have you done? I don't know. I've only had. Uh, I worked as like as several artist assistants. I've worked as a barista. I have worked you? as a baker. I've a worked, baker. Yeah. What was that? What What would that look like? Is that, it was your, amazing. It's your next digital series. Yeah. You was a baker. Uh-huh. All right. I worked. Well, maybe that's it. Hmm. <laughs> oh, waitress. You know. And are you repped by? Because uh, <laughs> you should be as a director somewhere, or is that your goal? Like, what do you want in the next ten years? I would love to direct music videos. I have a lot of plans and ideas for that and keep writing. Yeah. I, I've been writing pretty steadily for the past few years. Do you want to make a feature? Mm-hmm. And, but also shows. I mean, shows. That's where it's at. Show, like TV shows. Yeah, of yeah. course. And Kate Berlant is one of your really good friends, right? Love Kate. Yeah. How did you guys meet? We met doing stand-up in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we both, you know, I think we like, we sniffed each other. You know how you, when you live in another city, you can tell when someone's from LA and it's just like the coziest feeling. You're just like, you're an LA girl. I know it. Yeah. And I feel like we both were just like, what high school did you go to? Did you go to Laces too? No, no. Otherwise we wouldn't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't sure if there's an age gap or what. Um, you never know. I don't want to divulge. That's none of my business. <laughs> I'm not even asking. I don't want to talk about my own age or anybody's <laughs> age ever at any time. Oh, man. Okay. 
Well, let me look at my copious notes. All this shit can be cut from the thing. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, let's see. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Well, let me see. Do you have, like, a fun... Um, Intro song? <laughs> uh, like a seven questions or something? Like a, like a lightning round or something? I should do that. You should. Everyone okay. should have one of those. Okay. We'll keep that in. For sure. Um... I mean, no, usually it's just like this meandering, tangential conversation. Does mm-hmm. that sound so boring? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I should have, like, I know, I should have seven. I, I don't know what it would be. And then people t- give me advice as to what to do, and they go, like, oh, you should make up a song for every guest and try to sing it, make up off the top of your head. And I'm like, you're a musician. I'm not a musician. I don't, I mean, no. I mean, that's not a good idea. Suggestion. Not, I know. It's exactly what I think, so I'm not going to no, do it. No, stick to what you do. Um, I do want to know. I do mm. want to know, do you have, like, like I was talking about how I have like a belief, like all these like kind of subconscious beliefs about myself that I had to like look at and mm-hmm. kind of bring up so I could just not have these unconscious beliefs and thoughts going on in the back of my mind mm-hmm. that hurt me more than they help. They don't help at all. Do you have those? Or do you yes, know what they- I am a god. You, is that really? <laughs> <laughs> I No. Um, of course. I think we all do. It's Yeah, but some people don't know and they're just like. They don't know. I can't even believe those people. Yeah. I think like our standard of self-examination is in many cultures like extreme narcissism. It's embarrassing, isn't but it? That's what that's what it is. It's like the whole world is about therapy right now. I think. Okay. Um, Are we just just two white talk. girls in Los Angeles? Definitely. Is that what it is? Definitely that. Because it is embarrassing. I mean, like, but that doesn't mean yes, yes. We are. I mean, is, that's is, a, that's a that's fact. a given, yeah. And but is it disgusting? Is it embarrassing? How much we? we you I know? refuse to judge myself. Okay, good. Based on <laughs> the color of my skin, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I mean, do you want me to judge you based on the color of your skin? Oh, please, yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, you're white. Okay, cool. <laughs> Check. Are you? Um, I am. I'm white. Yeah. yeah, I'm naturally blonde though. My hair color is actually your hair color. Please stop. What bragging? Oh, whatever. Um, it's you, insane uh, that you dye your hair. Brown. Are you fucking kidding me? Your Why? hair, your natural hair color is that is color. A cold blonde. Yeah. A cool blonde. Yeah. Is that how you describe your? Hair? Yes. You should. <laughs> That's my the hair, most exciting thing we learned this entire podcast. My blonde is not warm. It's not a Jennifer Aniston oh, warm. Oh, it's a cool it's blonde. A cool blonde. Well, it's yeah. so dark in this room because we're recording it in the eve. Uh, what do you do during the day? Is that I what write? you're baking and bracing? <laughs> okay, you're right. Okay, you're right. No, okay. wait. Just one no, minute. Those were past. No, <laughs> that's I the past. This is the future. I don't have the day jobs now. We're doing it in a new God, way. But I could at any moment. Got it. Um, Me too. Uh, but yeah, I write and like make stuff. Are you scared of aging or anything? Does aging scare you? Why? Tell me. Yeah. Tell me. Well... Because you seem like you wouldn't give a fuck. You'd be like, I'm a, I'm a, I don't I know. I don't know. Should I get like this done here? No, that's not, you, that's, you don't think that's why I said that, right? I'm like looking right at, <laughs> like right looking at in the my, center of your face. My laugh lines. No. Which on my forehead. I just spent like $600. I'm saying it. Oh What'd God. What'd you do? I bought this microcurrent thing called New Face that I kept seeing on Instagram mm-hmm. where people are whatever. It's just some kind of microcurrent therapy. And I'm like, I'm like, well, now I know it exists. I have to get it. I'm just going to get it. What is it? It's this thing you rub on your face, uh, like while you watch TV. That's uh, and it just uh, tightens and tone. No, tightens Tighten- and to- tightens Wait, and tones. Is it tones. magnetic pulses? It's microcurrent therapy. It's like electricity, and it's I don't know. I've already had cancer when I was young. I'm just willing to do it again. You oh, know what I mean? Because yeah. it's good for your face. Oh my god! That's what I heard. Wow. People are loving it. I'm not scared. I'm oh not. Oh my god! I don't want to get fucking. How do you feel about uh, you know what is this called? Wrestling. The laugh. Yeah. What are these? The laugh line. But I don't have them, right? Oh, God, I do. No, you don't. Like, I do. I go like this. 
See, this is like not. This is <laughs> not, not podcast inducive. I know. I'm making a blowfish face. This is all physical comedy. We <laughs> need to get more cerebral. You said you like Carrie Bradshaw physical comedy. I'm just trying to deliver something that makes you feel <laughs> no, no, cozy. No, no, but, th- but talking about our yeah. like non-existent. Well, mine exists. So we are but... white. We can afford therapy, yeah. and we're talking about mine is sliding our... scale. So anyway, sliding. <laughs> Do you meditate? I try. I've tried twice in my life. It's hard. You know, I was chopping wood the other day. Oh. And I'm serious. <laughs> and I have to say that I ch- I was like, it was the first time I had ever chopped wood. And it's very scary because you're holding a big heavy axe and you don't know like what's possible. And the splinters and I'm scared of weapons, you know. But um, <laughs> I chopped like two and I kind of fucked it up. But then I chopped my a third stump. I don't know what you call them. Stump. And... Um, it went straight through like a perfect like butter, you know, and I swear to God, I had a moment of clarity in my brain was clear for a half a second. And I think that's the first and only time that that's ever happened in my life. We've had a moment of clarity where my head was completely like what they talk about in Scientology, like going clear, like just like. I did it. You did it. Why do you think but that then happened? It was gone. Why do you think how long did it last for? Just a moment? Because it's like you when you do something physical and you like I mean, what is what is chopping wood? I don't know. It's a very it's a very like it's like a ancient I don't know what you maybe I traveled through time. You're in the moment, I mm-hmm. think, right? Maybe you're so in the moment because there was danger involved and you did something and you realized your accomplishment and you're so tuned into your accomplishment that that was the first time you've ever been right in the moment. I think I was connected with a tool, nature, and the moment all at once. So it's it's like ma- fully in sync. Maybe that's what you get from stand-up comedy. It's rare. It's rare? Are you... Pre- oh, yeah, because I put... The, okay, so I put some comedy show on at The Smell where I had Andrew and a bunch of mm-hmm. people and I was so excited and you did this show. Mm-hmm. I think I still owe you $40 because you left and I was like, I've got $40 to give you. Oh, my God. I'll take that right now. I can now. write you a check. <laughs> I actually have a checkbook. Okay, it was for my therapist earlier today. Um, <laughs> yeah, but do you feel like... Uh, I mean, aren't you the most present? Isn't that something that's so exciting mm-hmm. because that's when you have to be super present? I think I, uh, I'm not like super duper zen about my stand-up, but do you, I hit... Uh, waves of it like sometimes you're in a moment but but um and lately it's been like that it's been very fun lately but it it does I think stand up as a just the way it is it's like when you run out of you're sick of material or you're sick of something or just something happens and you don't feel good about stand up anymore it's like your relationship to stand up changes with the moon yeah do you get really scared before you perform yeah always you do how do you get out of it what do you do I don't know would you just tell try Try to tell me what you do. Like walk well, me through walking to the stage and your name's oh called. Oh my god! What do you do? I'm literally, I th- I feel like the ceiling's gonna cave in at every show, and because it's just like something has to happen so that I don't go on stage. Like someone's gonna pull the fire alarm. This cannot be real. Yeah. Seriously, the same thoughts every time, and then it's like happening. I'm like I'm doing it, or some I don't know what I'm saying to myself. But I try to I try to just say like have fun. Okay. Before, like, just have fun. Have fun. Or like something. What's sound? What's the How actual phrase you? that I say? Um. You actually have a phrase. Like, like an actual phrase that works a little bit. It's like, oh, this is gonna be fun. It's like, you just say something fun. Yeah. I say something fun to myself with the word fun in it. Okay. And then try to step up on stage. I'm taking that too. Okay. Oh my god. Wait, do you pray at all? I pray. Do you really? Mm-hmm. I mean, like you say, you have your God. 
getting, I mean, because I'm not religious. I'm born, my dad's Jewish, whatever that means. I don't know what I'm talking about here. But uh, but I will find myself in weird situations where I feel like, oh, my God, I need something uh, where I'm, like, actually talking out loud to something or whatever mm-hmm. makes me feel better. You do do that or mm-hmm. no? Do you really? Mm-hmm. All right. I pray to, um, if, if a thought is like, if I'm obsessing about a thought, I pray to forget. Um, I also pray for people that piss me off. Oh, you do? Yes. Absolutely. What's going on downstairs? I don't know. They're having a Planned Parenthood comedy is show. Is, this, is this infiltrating our, our thing? Is it affecting it? This is good. I feel like who's on it? I want to go see. And it's for Planned Parenthood. They're raising money for Planned Parenthood. I'm not sure. I can't believe I wasn't invited. I mean, either. I can't believe it. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But with the aging thing, I want to get back to that. Where it's oh like, yeah. Do you think you're gonna do- get anything done ever? Like, how do you feel like about like? And this, I want to ask you about Facetune. I feel like that's such a Facetune. Fa- do you know what that is? No. Oh, great. Now maybe you'll get addicted to yeah. it. It's called Facetune. It's an app. Uh, you can smooth out oh. fine lines. It's very subtle. But I think when I first one of my girlfriends told me about it, and I thought, oh. Okay, I'll try it, and I went overboard. I just looked like I was just like just fuzzy and right. You know, gl- oh, you glowing. Mean, you mean like Photoshop? It's um, like photoshopping right. your face. You, you just called, rub it. I've you seen just that. rub it. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? Because I think it's like I have up. to say that I really enjoy hotness. You? Oh, that's what everybody's been saying too. Like, yeah. Okay. I think hotness is very important. Um, you can laugh out loud. She's covering her mouth. <laughs> no, because it's like, such a deep like, internal laugh. I will explode. Let me give. Let me do. <laughs> let me laugh how I laugh. <laughs> um, but uh, like sorry. being hot. Like I think, especially in like comedy and like certain, certain, um, you know, like memes. It's just not about. It's like rough edges. It's supposed to. It's almost like the equivalent of like a meme copied and pasted and screen grabbed and reposted and reposted is like the equivalent of like burnt edges on a on a like old illuminated manuscript or something do you know what I mean okay but but so like what my point is like the aesthetic of the internet is kind of just like you know like whatever and also like uses other people's forms like like Twitter's font you can't like choose that font you have to you know what I mean like it's the font so you know and then being like this girl that's like you have to either be like a girl who's like I'm hot or I'm not but then and like if you have you you know even if I look I think I look good in a pic it's like I'm not hot girl hot in this because I have like whatever is it or like the lighting's not great or something you know what I mean so I have to like I've chosen the not category even though I think the image is hot so I think but I think that discerning eyes can tell the difference, and they they're fine with the zit. They don't need like Photoshop to think someone's hot. Yeah, I think, you know, Photoshop is hot, but it's Photoshop hot. Yeah. So like you just do, so you get what you like. You can get any of it. You know what I mean? Are you I, on a dating app? No, I'm not. Have you ever been on a dating? Did you app? hear what I said? That was like a long winded. No, I I know because <laughs> like, what I'm thinking of because like yes, when I'm putting the piece together okay, like okay, this, okay, like if you're on a dating it. app, <laughs> and I get what you're saying, you can be like I try to. Uh, just, I barely understood, but I, but you can say you can be hot. It's girl like hot. I try not to use filters, but then sometimes I do. Yeah, just because it's like there's a giant like shadow on my nose or yeah. something, you know, and it's yeah, like, and you want to, and why not? And you can, and it's still what you look like, right. and it's fine, and it's right. all. But it is a choice, and you have to make the choice. I mean, but people have like ring lights on their phone. Like, I feel like they're, you know, there's uh, the Kardashians yeah, fucking have great. like a they, ring light. You, have you ever tried it? Have it looks, you? It looks so good. Does it really? Yeah. 
It's amazing. But that's where I get all fucked up where it's like, oh my God, okay, like and so I feel like, is this a lie? Is this a sham? Is it like bad? Is, is, it, uh, is it bad for younger girls or, or does it... Because they think, oh, I have to be perfect, I have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You have to live up to the photo, you know, when you meet somebody or see someone in real life. That's what I was asking you if you were on a dating app because, or but if then, you had ever been. Because yeah. then it's like this bizarre, like, I can filter, I can face and all this shit, but then it's like, yeah, then you hang out with somebody in real life and then I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not living up to my photoshopped thing. You mean like you'd be embarrassed if you if they saw it and they were just like, damn, like, no. Yeah, I can see her laugh lines or blah, blah, or she's wearing a I don't know. So I just, uh, or is... Instagram and social media or whatever completely separate and it's its own thing. You know, where it's like, fuck it, yeah. yeah that's looks, the reality. That's that what it creating. is. That that it's separate. That, yeah, like this is my Instagram self. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for A sure. perfectly curated thing. Yeah. Okay. I just wasn't sure if you... I mean, it is... Some people hate all these, these things. They think it just perpetuates, you know, uh, girls being self-conscious and hating themselves and Does it? trying to be... I don't know. Or it could just be a separate thing. This is what we do on Instagram and then, you know... You know, I think I think I am lucky enough to be in a age category where I have already like understood all those um, insecurities and work through them in not on my phone. Yeah, and then I'm so then working through them on my phone is just the same thing, and it's like a continual. Yeah, I'm I'm I have an identity outside and understand that people exist outside, but then sometimes I don't know. Like I feel like I look at my phone. 30% 30% of my waking day. Only 30%? Maybe 50. I don't know. 70? Yeah. I don't know. Are you addicted to your phone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, man. What else do I want to ask you about? What else do I, I want mean, to fucking ring you dry? I, well, I'll tell you. I broke my phone the other day. Oh, you and did? I, I didn't have a phone for five days. Oh, my God. It changed my life. What happened? I felt great. What did you do differently? What did you notice? I knew where I was going. Yeah. I t- was, took my time. I, when I was somewhere, it was the only conversation I was having. I was the only, I was, that was the only place I was. Yeah. I um, <clears throat> experienced the moment. Like, I'm, I hate to sound cheesy, but I, I was love like, it. actually more engaged because I was, and I also saw everybody on their phone. I felt so bad for them. You did, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. It's so miserable because nobody can just exist in yeah. silence. But here's or... a tip for your listeners, yeah. which I didn't, didn't even occur to me after having a phone for over f- 15 years now I've had a phone. Yeah. Um, turn off your phone sometimes. Yeah. It doesn't, it didn't even occur to me. Just turn it off. And it doesn't exist. Is your phone on now? It's on right now. Yeah. Okay. So. Let's see. <laughs> oh my it's god it's on it's here it's mine so you're dating someone are you not uh, no i'm not you're not dating anyone i'm no I'm not. what are you looking for what's ideal what do you want i love like happy um healthy what i love um funny let's put it into the oh ether. hilarious the triple h ha- tri- happy <laughs> hilarious healthy yeah and hot would be the four, so quadruple H. Quadruple H. Yeah, I'm only dating hunks now. Wait, do you date men or women? Can we talk about this? Both. You date both. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I love brown eyes. You do? Is yeah. that just because I have blue eyes you're saying that? <laughs> That's rude. It's not about you. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about me right now. That's true. I'm just trying to wiggle my way into I the world. I have gray eyes. Do you really? Yeah. Is it because it's dark that your pupils are so what, dilated? What color do you think my eyes are? 
Well, your pupils are huge yeah, right now. They're blocking all the... Oh, now they get smaller. Yeah, they look like blue-gray. Gray, because you just told me that they're fucking gray. They're gray. They're gray. I bet they change. What's your background? Are you Russian? I get that so much. Well, I don't know. Here you go again. Then what's the answer? What's the... Uh, no. What are you? I'm white. I know this, but I mean, what's your heritage? What's your... your... I do you want me to lie? I'm uh, no. <laughs> do whatever you want. I'm Russian and German. I'm Italian and French. Okay, <laughs> that's a lie. Okay, well, it sounds sexy and sultry. We'll leave it. I at know that. that's we'll, why I said it. We'll let you be. Uh, oh God, oh man. <laughs> All right, just making sure. All right, we. Where do you usually meet the people you date? Would you um, date another comedian? You know what? What? Okay, uh, I don't know. It would depend, but okay. I. But you know, I'm open. Okay, but um, I. Like sometimes ask people out in like public. That's great. Like just strand like strangers at Whole Foods mm-hmm. or something or yes. Target. Yes. Do you like the Grove or malls? Um, I love the Grove for malls. Do you love the Grove or malls in general? I mean, do you, <laughs> for malls, do- I love the Grove. <laughs> I <laughs> I actually grew up across the street from the Grove. Did you really? Yeah. Park La Brea. Yeah. Did you really? Swear. Oh, that's crazy. That's where. I- <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> what do you mean? What's the big deal? The Grove was my stomping ground. Was it really? Yes, it was. Oh my god! The tar pits and the Grove. Um, but wait, we were on to something really important. Sometimes you go up to strangers. Oh yeah, sometimes I. Mm-hmm. You're making me want to start doing that. And what's your approach? What's your move? Let's pretend I'm. Okay, I've only done it once. Let's say I'm, I've I've got brown eyes. And by the way, I'm not. You're, I'm not even. Are you even attracted to me at all? I mean, when I oh, are you asking speak? me? Yeah, Alexi. Tell me you love me is what I'm saying. Of Don't, course. Only if you mean it. Though. No, I mean, your skin <laughs> is porcelain. Your, what else can I, your, your form is shocking. I mean, what, what does that do you mean? get that a lot? <laughs> that your form is actually shocking. What's my form? It's like a perfect, like, it's like a. What is it? I don't even know the artist. What it, I should know this. I'm embarrassed that I don't know the famous artist that paints women like you. Modigliani, <laughs> but you're skinnier than them and more statuesque. This is the best part of this entire podcast. <laughs> oh, maybe <laughs> I was gonna say, how do you say it? Egon Sheely? Is that a Sheely? Name? No, but you're not as He's like too... tweaked out. Okay, okay. And fuck that. I don't like that heroin okay. chic. Oh, I don't like that fucking like woman like wrestling with her demons. That's Egon me Sheely. though. But like the way he draws them. Yeah. Um. I was a huge Egon Sheely fan. For I used to be too, and I love obviously. I, I love that. Elizabeth Payton because I felt like she mm-hmm. was boy crazy. Because she, I felt like painting cute boys was a cool in. To- but do you get that a lot that people are just shocked by your form? No, the stature of your of your figure. No, I mean that's insane. No, I'm constantly going like I don't know. I've got Gollum hands. Like I, these people are, these call are the- you model esque or statuesque. No. You know what? They probably do, but I don't hear it. And then I've got a whole voice thing in my head where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, I actually stand up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's insane. It's like the proportions are are unearthly. And I like your scale. Like you're very tall. Yeah. This is all I needed today. This is great. Um, I love tallness and bigness. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, Let's get back to you okay. wooing someone. So you're where? You're walking around town, living your goddamn life. I've done this one time in my life. Okay, how did it go? Let's role play it. Or just tell me what happened. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Okay, so I just was like, well, see, now I'm like person because it's like it kind of didn't like work out. Was it a girl or a guy? <laughs> it was a guy. Okay. And what and did I, he look like? What's your guy type versus your girl type? Or do you have no type? I wasn't, it wasn't a type issue. It was a energy issue. You like the energy. Mm-hmm. Where was this energy spotted and it picked was, up on? It was minuscule. It was a, it was, um, it was a, it was a shock like a an electrical pulse through the air that lasted less than a second but i felt it immediately and it was real and it's very rare and when it happens it's real so what happened so why'd you let him go how did you let him go because i just i don't know if i'm ready yet wait where was this though when for me i'm picturing it it's uh, it's at the grove (laughs) but where was it target (laughs) whole foods (laughs) let's just say it was at the grove okay so I don't you- want to do like a misconnection right now. Oh, I love misconnections. All I do <laughs> is search myself on misconnections so much so that I talk about it on this thing mm-hmm. and then I'll check and then people have written to me because they've heard me like kind of like begging to. You know what this- I found out is a great single spot. Where? The Trader Joe's on, on La Brea? On Hyperion. I don't know. Hyperion, I don't know. Hyperion yes. Hyperion is looking. a great single spot. Um, and then also fucking Guitar Center. Oh my God. I know. I go there. It's amazing. It's the truth. This is the real thing. I went there and I was like rock and rollers everywhere. And the best thing is to be a girl walking to Guitar Center like this, like just, you know, yeah, wide eyed like, and like, I, I don't help. know what's yeah. going on. And then all of a sudden it's like, like oh, I don't I'm know just, how to play anything. I don't know. I don't do that. I'm just saying that's what the guys are all playing the guitars right. and people want to help. And you've got like, oh my God, it's so sexy. I've never, I did not know this. I thought I've been to Guitar Center twice in my life. I grew up in Los Angeles. <laughs> I'm going after this. No, we should. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's right across the street. Oh yeah, you're so right. <laughs> I, I walked here. Oh, this is great. Um, And like, there's just like tons of like just desperation in the air it's beautiful it's beautiful oh see that's the thing i'm not a tr- I, I like the faces that i see i like the the outfits maybe at guitar center but i like men who are really driven and i do like success is that horrible no status or what i think i just want to be able to learn something i, I can date like a you know why like do you real- put that on people you know exactly and it's detrimental and it hurts me it's Don't another expectation put that on people because I do the same thing. Oh, and, <laughs> and I always say, like, I would just love to meet, like, a smarter, funnier, richer version of me. But it's like, yeah. no. That's you being, like, just do those things and make yourself happy. Yes. Thank you. Yes. It's hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. And that's another, I don't know if that's codependence. It's, it's another aspect of it where it's like... Uh, it's just another way of avoiding yourself, putting it on another person. Yeah. Like they're not going to, yeah. they're not going to be able to calm you down. I mean, maybe like the, I've seen it, like really good couples, couple times, but it doesn't last. It's like, oh, he always calms her down or something. That's what I want people to say about my boyfriend or something. But it's that's like, what I want. No, that I want doesn't somebody, exist. Are you sure? I don't. What is that dude like? I mean, that poor. He's so exhausted. Wait, do you want a man? When you date a man, do you Mm -hmm. have old timey expectations on the man where they pay for everything and they open a door and all this stuff? No, I'm very defensive about that stuff. I think that's why, like, I have like trouble with intimacy. It's like I'm proficient, you know. Like I'm always overcompensating like that. But see, I say that I want I want a guy to pay, or at least when he's wooing me, you know, I I pay. You know, I get I get waxed and my nails done and my hair and all the things. And oh my god, okay, where you go? Is that the alarm? How long have I been here? Wait, we've been here an hour and a half. No, we're, we're wrapping up. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's good. That's exactly that's exactly how I wanted it to end. 
Look, your iPhones phone. are imperfect <laughs> objects, and I apologize I'm for my phone. I'm imperfect, too. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, so, uh, oh, man, we're only starting to scratch the surface. This I know. shit started to get good. All right. Um, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Well, I expect a man to pay, but then when I'm... and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm dating a guy who listens to my podcast, and when we started dating, he would, he would pay for everything. But then I got so embarrassed and aware of the fact that I was a monster kind of demanding that he should pay, and I felt bad for him because it sucks to have to be expected to do all that for, you know, mm-hmm. it's just unfair. So then I would always offer to pay. Like, I would go against my own weird, uh, deeply embedded expectations for men and just... Just relax. I know. I can't. I'm trying. I hate it when... I do hate it when it's just like want to go have like they always in my life this has happened the dater always wants to go have these with the guy you date or a yeah girl? and it's is both. it is it different because it's with, with two women i would think we would just i mean i'm putting my card down already yeah and they're like want to go have these and it's like you don't need to like maintain the li- the boundaries here with me like where it's like you know what i mean it's always like um i don't even understand this when do you maintain the boundaries they, like I they, think they say it, they say it like they say it like this isn't a this isn't like a codependent relationship. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I'm God. I'm usually I'm just obviously hoping. very so you, aggressive. You do think so? Oh, here's like, here's what I do, which is even more fucked up. I want the guy to pay. I do the the slow motion thing because I'm a fucking asshole. Uh, mm-hmm. Like for the for my 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 uh, my credit card. Then I'm like, then he pays for the thing, and I'm like so happy about that. It. So great. When I and then he goes, no, I got it. Yeah. He says that. I like that. Oh, no, 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 no. Are you sure? Oh, no, I got it. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. This is Prince Charming. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that when I am hating the person I'm dating, I'm not talking about the guy I'm dating now, but if I've been in a relationship with a guy that I, and I'm so pissed, or if I'm on like a first date with a guy that I want nothing to do with or I'm not into it, that's immediately when I take my credit card out, which means, you know, the money is, is, I don't about, owe you anything. Yeah, I don't owe you, which mm-hmm. is so fucked up. You know what it, like, it's all tied into these weird fucked up. It's all about the money. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, um, we, do we have to say anything else about sex in the city or men and women dating and all the stuff? <sighs> what was your approach with the guy? What did you say to him? Oh. I want to know. <clears throat> well. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so he was like, he was like, here's your thing. And I was like. Oh, thank you. And he was like, no, thank you. And I was like, oh, it's like real. This is on. <laughs> okay. And then I was like, um, I was like, can I give you my number? And then I wrote down my number and I haven't heard from him. <laughs> so he was, a, was he a waiter or a barista? He was, yeah, he was a, counter, a counter person. He's a counter person. He's I'm probably, not going to give any hints on where it was. I, well, don't worry. It's fine. I, I, he's probably just completely intimidated. Or terrified. I mean, whatever, you know. I tried my best to help, and he didn't want my help. But essentially, you do want somebody who can calm you down, right? When you say hilarious, healthy, hunk, or whatever you said. I want to be able to calm myself down. You want to be able to calm yourself down. Um, this is, like, tricky, because it's like you all have a witness Yeah. Uh, to look at me help, help myself. Um, and then help them if they need it. But I don't know. Like, I'm so confused about it all. I just want a friend. Yeah, I want. To, yeah, and like go on adventures and whatever. Oh, that's such. That sounds exactly like everything. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it's like, it's just interesting because I wouldn't expect because I go through this too. Expectations get in the way. Mm-hmm. 
do you use this show as like a way to like pray to the universe? Like I want this. No, kind of do I? Kind of, probably, right? I mean, I'm in a thing now. Answer it for yourself. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to see clearly because I'm in it. Um, no, sometimes but I, I feel like I'm jinx. When I say this, I'm like jinxing myself. I'm working through my shit and all my weird stories and overthinking on this and mm-hmm. like looking for help from you and whoever I'm talking to and just depending on what's happening that week. Uh, Here's my advice to you. Okay. Okay. Well, that's exactly <laughs> what <laughs> No, but that's what I'm, I do. I don't mean to, but then I, I always do it. But what's your advice to me? Um, let me think what your problem is. No, oh, you fucking <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. So what else can we expect? Where can we find everything you? Um, my Twitter is Casey Jellison, mm-hmm. spelled exactly the way it sounds. Um, one word. My I just joined Snapchat. Oh, you did find. Mm-hmm. What took you so long? Because I really needed the currency of like followship and the archive, <laughs> and I realized that the fluidity of Snapchat is really freeing and exciting. But you can save it to your phone though. And then upload no, but to Instagram. no, but it's like the reason. Like sometimes, do you ever do this? Is disgusting. But do you ever look at your Instagram as somebody else? Mm, I'm going to later. Uh, You've never done that. Yeah, you know what? I've definitely posted through the eyes of the person yeah, I want yeah, to see yeah. the post, and that revolts me. It makes me feel very untrue to myself, yeah. and then I delete those things later, and I go, "What was I doing? I was so yeah, scared." I've tried to free myself of any other um, voice or viewership, like any that it's. I mean, it, it is a cave. It is like just a hole that you're. Who knows if those people exist or yeah. see it? So I try to just be me, and then you know, some sick Sundays I'll just scroll as somebody or as a crush or like as just like my worst enemy. Yeah, and who I you know I don't have one, but okay, a, a um, <laughs> fictional fictional hater. Yeah, and I'll just look at me through their eyes, and it's disgusting. Just like that's unacceptable. What's your Snapchat name? Oh, Casey underscore Jellison underscore. <laughs> and I'm also Casey Jellison. I know underscore underscore. Why? I was so you're late. so modern. You're so futuristic. <laughs> what do I do? Couldn't it just been Casey Ellison? You wanted Jellison? No, wanted Jellison. They they wouldn't. I'm so late <laughs> to Snapchat. I'm like the ninetieth Casey Jellison there is. I thought you were way more cool and modern than that. This is crazy. I can't. Don't undo the it. Code. Just keep moving it's forward. The code. It's not me. No, it's, it is the code. Should it's I change it? What do you think? Changing it to Casey Jellison zero. No, don't do that. They already have Casey Jellison one. Why do you have to have J? Because it's just no. Casey you... Ellison is taken. Okay. Okay. Forget it then. Keep what you Casey have. Casey underscore Jellison. But it's not me. It's the code. It's like. That's the name of my next. That's my, my first You're book. S- <laughs> You're poaching my material. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh like, sorry. <laughs> How can I help you? It's Thank really you. not cool. <laughs> I'm just poaching it on the podcast now. But after that, I won't ever say okay, it again. Fine. Unless I'm referring to you in some, you know, highlights. All right. Anyway. All right. So you're on Snapchat. All the stuff. Oh, Instagram God. too. Instagram too. She's all the fucking stuff. Who's your celebrity crush? I'm trying to come up with rapid fire questions because oh you're telling God. me I should have, I should oh do that. Oh Russell God. Brand? Russell Brand. No. I used to, Did I used, you think I used, that I was? I used to have a big crush on him. I don't know. I thought we could just bond there. We went to Wonderland. No. I love. Okay. It's really like almost, it hurts Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. You are so much more normal than you act. What's with your lipstick trying to fool the world? Tom Hardy is a fucking freak. Look at your... What the fuck are you talking about? Look at your lipstick and your kooky fun outfits. (laughs) (laughs) At your your core, you're a white girl in therapy. extremely (laughs) offensive to me. Kooky outfits? How dare you? 
I'm actually laughing so hard. I'm silent again, <laughs> crawl, crawling towards Casey. Wait, what's wrong? She's rebuking with Tom Hardy. me. Nothing. A, but a you... while ago was Robert Downey Jr. Oh, that's yeah. Now, then, like now, Robert Downey well, Jr. Or yeah. like old now he's since Iron Man. It's hard because it's kind of he's so popular and stuff. But Tom Hardy, though, what I'm saying is, you dark lipstick. Mm-hmm. No, he is a nut. You got believe, you're in believe the that. He is insane, and I know that. How come? You've met well, him? just look in his eyes. Okay. And you know he's a freak. And that, that's, I think that'd be chill, you know, me and him. I know, he's so buff. I usually date, like, really effeminate. You're getting a text. Somebody's like, they're like, are you done with your podcast? Yeah. Oh, well, it's that's all exactly nearly. I know, I'm sure it is. Um, um, but wait, 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 I have a good one. And then, oh. Drea DeMatteo oh, yeah. is my other, is my female celebrity crush. Her face seems a little hard, though. I love it. All right. What's wrong with a hard face? Listen, it's not I for me. Face. I don't think you do. I have a really severe face. I have an intense face. You do, but yeah, I wouldn't call it hard. I'm just saying I'm not attracted to Drea, which is fine. I, I agree. I responded to that judgment of her I know. Face, you're though. taking it personally. So she's already your face? girlfriend. I'm just saying. I'm not. It's not about your face. And I'm you know, it's dra- funny. I would love to do... <laughs> A threesome with Michael Imperioli and Drea DiMatteo from The Sopranos. The two of them, I thought they were the hottest couple. Have you had a lot of threesomes or no? None of my business I'm asking anyone. Not a lot, Not a lot? Uh, More than one? No. Okay. (laughs) I feel like I kind of want to have more. I've only had one, and then I wasn't into them, and then I I talked to I feel like everyone's only had one. Yeah. Unless you have, like, a problem. (laughs) Well, I feel like... People are making them sound so fun to me lately. Like, I'd want to have them uh, have one with two guys, but then I'm thinking, I don't know. That two guys, that'd be cool. Like, that could be exciting, but uh, I don't know. Anyway, we learned it all. We talked about all the stuff. I'll try not to steal all the cool things you said that Lena- Don't expose me. Like, I don't know. Like, can I see a cut before you? <laughs> you can totally see a cut. We'll send her a cut. Perfect. Aristotle's nodding hard. Uh, yeah. There you go. Thank you for being on my podcast. Thank you for having me. This was really fun and therapeutic and. What? I'm just laughing because I feel like I just hope I didn't torture you. I hope it wasn't like the most boring, horrible torture. You couldn't sesh. torture me more than I torture myself. Oh, thank God. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com. 